Oh, hell yeah, people. Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man as voted by Leticia Buffoni, Lizzie Armanto, Alexa Sablone, Alyssa Steamer, Nora Vasconte, Sakura Yosef, Yoshimitsu, Sky Brown, Marjolaine. <laughs> God damn it. Shout out to Cam702, Day Day, Gaijis, Barry, Day Day, Paul Fitnoid, Paul Miranda, Love My Toe, Gaijis. I appreciate you guys hanging out here. We do this podcast every single Friday, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. The time right now is 3.36 p.m. And it's a very special day today, March 1st. What's the significance of March 1st? Well, a very special boy was born on this day. His original name, many of you don't know, his name was Redman. But then, a young boy by the name of Steven showed up to Redman's house and adopted him. He was just a little pinto bean, just a little bright brown bean of joy and wrinkles and little sharp teeth and sharp nails and big floppy ears. And uh, about six weeks after March 1st, he was renamed... To Koopa, my sweet little baby, my little pit bull, my little wrinkly handsome boy, my little squid, my little handsome little wrinkly floppy boy. That is, that is his birthday today. I haven't been able to celebrate his birthday at all today because I've been really preoccupied and busy and scatterbrained about trying to finally finish this backyard skateboarding ramp. I've been working on it for three days this week. I finally got to the point where a lot of the work I was able to do by myself. Something very frustrating is there's a lot of parts of building a ramp that are a two-person job. And the other really, really frustrating part is that I realize all these simple mistakes, all these uh, these issues that I could have made everything way easier... But I only realized these um, in the final hour of building. And I say to myself, wow, if I would have done this for this section and this section and this section, then the entire ramp would not only be more skatable, it would just be friendlier all around. And I think to myself, well, that's why didn't I do that? Well, because I'm stupid. That's why. There's a lot of things I could have done during this build that would have made everything so much easier and I chose to do everything the hard way and I remember that that exact same situation happened whenever I first built this ramp probably about 10 years ago we got through everything we did all the hard stuff and then at the end we go man we should have measured this a little bit differently for example I'll give you a great example there's one part of the ramp that's four feet wide there's another part that's seven feet wide So you think to yourself, okay, four feet is the same length as most panels of plywood or OSB or whatever. So you say, okay, four feet, that should be perfect. Oh, but then you remember there's plywood on the outside. So it ends up being four feet, two inches. Same thing with the seven footer. Also, why did I, why would I ever make something seven feet when eight is a multiple of four? Also, 
I, I broke the ramp down and, and moved it closer together so that the two OSBs that are on the top would fit so that from coping to coping, if you followed the transition, it would be exactly 8 plus 8, 16 feet. Well, why the first time I built this did I go with 20? Because now I need a, another panel in the middle, which is more and more money. And I know I'm explaining this in a way that... Uh, that might not make perfect sense if you can't picture a ramp in front of you. But basically, just picture this. I did it in the most inefficient way from beginning to end. And I think I could have rebuilt an entirely new mini ramp. Like right now, today, I could have built an entire new ramp. And it would have taken me the exact same amount of time as my current ramp. Because when I first built it, I cut so many corners. So... A little bit disappointed and frustrated that the repairs are taking so long. I will say this, though. For using half of my wood as scrap wood and reusing it, I would say it's it's a bit more sturdy than I expected. I'm still going to add a crossbar in the middle to make it just a little bit more sturdy. You know, a couple of things I could do to make it just that much better. But uh, the whole process, very frustrating also i basically have one side of the ramp that's that's seven feet wide one side that's four feet wide so you can't really skate it like a mini ramp so now i'm thinking okay i want to add more i want to add maybe a bank to the end but then i think to myself okay that's going to be how much more work now i have to do more and more work on this and i've never built a bank before and then it's just such a money suck dude Everything that I did on this stupid fucking ramp ended up being more and more money than I expected. So I'm happy that we're close to the end, but man, has that been stressing me out. Also, it seems like so many things have gotten in the way. This year in Las Vegas, I shit you not, the past 365 days, I would say for 11 months straight, zero rain. Didn't rain one single day because we live in the middle of the desert. It never rains here. The moment I pull out a drill, a compact drill gun, and my sawzall and start cutting, it rained every, out of every seven days, it rained two of those days for multiple months. It was raining every five days for two straight months. And never in the history of Las Vegas has that ever happened until I went outside and decided I wanted to get something done. Not only that, after all the rain happens, someone who's never been sick in the past 15 years, right? I even had COVID. I got better within 48 hours. Someone catches the flu and is sick for six days. Mind you, those six days were bright and sunny and beautiful days. Of course they were. Not only that, it wasn't just a regular ass sickness. The flu really got me. And I didn't realize how badly it got me because you guys know I did the podcast. I was all sad and my throat was messed up. Here's the other part. I lost 10 pounds after already losing the other weight that I was losing. I weighed in right after my sickness at 151 pounds, which for me is like, like I did meth for three years. There's no physical way I could be that light. I told you guys I lost about 20 pounds uh, from being depressed and being fat. And then I fixed my diet. And then I lost another like five pounds just from, I don't know, starting to be sick or the weather changing or just being sad about it being so cold. Then I lose another 10. So overall, I lost like 
35 fucking pounds altogether. I'm a walking twig. I got people telling me, they go, whoa, what happened to you? Do you look, you look really skinny. Your arms are skinny. Your face is skinny. I don't want to hear that shit. So I lost 10 more pounds because during the flu, I was just super sick and I was still eating, but I was shitting out everything. And now since I've been sick, I shit you not. I literally shit you not. I literally can't shit. I haven't taken a full-blown-ass respectable poop in weeks. I'm out here having diarrhea, liquid gang, just squirting out aerosol, just foam, just a bunch of foam, brown foam (laughs) coming out of my butthole. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so I'm eating all this food and just foaming it all out. Why am I not gaining weight? And I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm just sweating, dripping in sweat, but I don't feel bad. My throat's fine. Just setback after setback after setback. And it's all caused by me thinking that I would be allowed to go in my backyard and build a ramp without the universe trying to fuck up my life. But you know what? The good news is, the good thing about starting fresh from scratch is that I can now build myself up from nothing. We're going to hit the gym, the gym being my backyard. We're going to hit it hard as fuck because you know what's coming next, right? Springtime comes, which is going to be super bad allergy season. I'm already getting a piece of that right now, but then comes summertime. And summertime, oh, Lord have mercy. Summertime is going to be awful, and I want to be buff and in shape. I want to take my shirt off in summertime. I want to look good. I want to be working out in the hot sun streaming. I want to be able to skateboard on my brand new skateboard ramp. By the way, I lowered it by about six inches. So I think part of that is me getting old. The older I get, the less distance I want to fall from. And my greatest nightmare right now is getting like a really bad foot injury or knee injury. So we're going to try and make this mini ramp close to the ground. I already have a goal. My first goal, I want to back tail shove. And then at some point, I want to get to the point where I can... Fakey tail stall kickflip. That will all be done on stream, hopefully. Uh, What else has been going on this week? Early this morning, I couldn't sleep. So I got up and I said to myself, you know what? Speaking of all this me being sick and doctor shit, last time I went to the doctor, I was 181 pounds. I told you guys I weighed in um, five days ago at 151 pounds. It's 30 pounds of difference. So no wonder people can notice that I look differently. But uh, I changed my health insurance and they, the new health insurance, like my new primary care doctor's website doesn't work at all. You log in, nothing happens. Screen turns white. You call them, you say, hey, your screen's fucked. They go, yeah, that's just kind of part of it. Our shit is broken. And I go, okay, so how do I make an appointment? Do I just talk to you? They're like, no, you got to go to your primary care provider. Uh, I'm like, how do I find out what that is? They go, oh, you check the website. And I go, listen, bitch. We just established, me and you together, me and you together just established, the website doesn't even open. They go, oh yeah, that's right, well I can tell you, Uh, your your primary care provider, and then they tell me it's like first, first care, what was I wrote it down here, first person care, and I say to myself, why the fuck, I live right next to like the health district, why do I have to drive across town for them to tell me I'm not fat, and then they're like, well that's what what you gotta do, you gotta call them, so I call them and I go, hey, uh, they, they told me I need to call this shit to get an appointment. 
can I not do that? Can I go back to my regular place? And they're like, I don't know, call the regular place. I call my regular place where I used to go. Thanks, Obama. I call the place where I usually go right down the street from my house, maybe a mile and a half away. Nice, convenient drive. There's never a lot of people there. I call them. I go, hey, you guys still take my insurance, right? They're like, yeah. I go, well, I changed the insurance to this one. They're like, yeah, we still take that one too. And I go, why did my primary provider change from here? It's all the way over there. They go, oh, you, you can just go on the website and change your primary provider. I go, the, the website doesn't work. There's no website. Just, let's stop saying website. Let's pretend there was a giant solar flare EMT that went off. There's no fucking website. How do I get my body into the doctor's office? Go, okay, here's what you do. You call back member services for your health, your, uh, health insurance. You call them. You tell them you want this guy's name. You want Patrick. They told me the guy's name is Patrick. You call them. Say you want to change your primary care to Patrick. Patrick is in this building. And then it'll work. I do it. I figure it out. Finally, I can go to the doctor. I'm very excited to see uh, mostly my cholesterol, but also my other blood work. I haven't had my blood work taken in three years. And that was back when I was fat and super fucking depressed. And I've changed my entire body type, my entire lifestyle since then. So uh, I remember the doctor, too, was like, you know, this is not looking good, man. You need to stop eating so much red meat. You got to stop doing this. You got to start exercising. I'm like, dude, I kind of do exercise, although I do eat a ton of red meat. He's like, well, do this, do this, more salad. I'm like, oh, I do like salad. He said, well, like late night snacks. I switched all my late night snacks to soups. So there's no more like there's no there's no more eating like chips. Easy to bag of Cheetos every night. No more. No more bags of chips at night. Now I eat like vegan chicken nuggets and and soup, vegetable soup. It's almost no calories, very filling. Chicken noodle soup. Uh, I have these uh, bean bean frozen bean burritos that I made myself. I know what's in them. I've been eating that, so that all changed. And I'm very excited to go in and compare my previous results to uh, to my new results. And usually I would be able to do that by simply going on the fuck ass website but uh i don't know i'm also kind of scared about that because now i want to look at my results of all my shit and compare it to the last results you know maybe i can print them out and hold them side by side but the dumbass website doesn't work so that's annoying but it is good news i've been talking to you guys about going to the doctor for a long time now so i'm going to the doctor in exactly seven days when i say exactly seven days it's like seven days minus one hour so next week the podcast will be at a different time I think we're going to try and do it at 1 p.m. Because my doctor's appointment is at 2.20. Ah, you guys don't care. What else has been going on? Well, I uploaded a video today saying this is the update of my backyard skate ramp. And I got all these comments. Listen, the backyard skate ramp is not perfect. They rarely are. When you build a ramp like that, they rarely are. And I get it. And the comments are made for people to leave comments about me. I've been reading comments from people that I can tell have never built a skate ramp telling me how I should build my skate ramp to avoid the problems that I have. And they're basically telling me to avoid problems that have already been made 10 years ago. Listen, the best way for me to make a skate ramp, I know, would be to make a completely new skate ramp. I am aware that if I made a completely new ramp, I am aware that I could avoid some of these problems. I get that part. But I'm not trying to build a completely new skate ramp. If you've seen the price of lumber, I don't currently have $1,200 to spend on a fun backyard project. All right? Right now, so far, I'm 300 bucks in the hole, and it looks fine. 
Is it a little fucking rough around the edges? Yes. Is it going to have some problems? Yes. Is there going to be some breakage? Yes. Are there going to be some learning curve mistakes that I make? Sure. Also, I read multiple comments of people saying, you know, to avoid that problem. Okay, I'll tell you exactly what the comment was. I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. Well, you, you'll know why it bothers me. I guess if I go, you know why that, uh, why that broke, right? It's because you were using half inch. What you should have done is used one ply of three-eighths and then another ply of three-eighths and then covered both of those with masonite. See, the way you did it was wrong. I read that comment. I said, you just described exactly how I built my ramp. You described your version of the right way is verbatim exactly what I've done. I don't know if you, if you need glasses because from the angle, from the angle of the camera, you can tell exactly what I did. You can look at it. You put here's what you do. You take that thing that says 160p and you turn that up to 720p and then you can see the layers of my ramp and you can see that you just you just corrected me and explained to me to do exactly what I already did. And I get so annoyed at that. I um I saw something like that on Slap magazine the other day. They were like these YouTubers are so dumb, man. I can't believe a YouTuber would put their face in a thumbnail. That's so stupid. What a dumb idea. What a fucking absolute loser. And then the next comment was, well, the reason they do that is because that increases click-through rate. It's actually one of the main ways that you would, if you want to be successful, there are certain certain patterns you would want to follow. And then, then the guy's just like, oh, it's still dumb. Okay, it's still dumb. It's still dumb. You listen, you don't know why they do this because you're not successful on this platform. That's why this is all a big mystery to you. That's why this is a big like that's why you you look at it and you're confused and you leave a comment going, "Well, this must be dumb." No, motherfucker, you're dumb. You have no idea what the, what like the marketing is. So, for you to leave a comment like that and what it, it comes from like this uh it comes from this entitlement. Everyone thinks they're right. Their whole, their whole life, their mom has been telling them their fucking macaroni noodle fucking artwork is the greatest thing ever. And they go, mm, see? See, I do know what I'm talking about. I am a little artist. I am mommy's little artist. So then when they see someone actually doing something productive that required, like, I don't know, a little bit of research, they go, I don't understand this. I don't understand this. I must be right about it. And, uh, my goodness, dude, that... That type of that type of stuff is is getting really annoying. Also today on Instagram, I made a rant video for Steve hates skating about pro skaters that are like prop pro skaters, about people that can't even skate switch, about the bar being lowered for what is a pro. And somebody wrote, "No one, there's no pro skater out there right now that does parkour for their video part. Name one." Guy said, "Name one." I said, "Oh." Okay, name one. Richie Jackson, Gumiagi, um, William Spencer. Um, I, I named, who's the other guy? Uh, I, I named four. And the guy said, well, those guys don't count because uh, they're not actually popular. You should know that. And I said, oh, Richie Jackson's not popular. He has the fourth most viewed skate video on the internet. He's the fourth most watched person on Thrasher. And, and, then, and now I get no response. 
There are people out there that will tell me I'm wrong over and over and over again because they've decided not to spend their entire life in this in this subculture of skating. And again, the entitlement, they just must think that they're right about something. Sorry I named all these names of pro skaters that you don't know about. That's a you problem. That's not a me having an issue. That's not a me being disconnected from skating issue. That's a you following TikTok thinking you know everything about the sport that you've never fucking even participated in. You Like, the reason that a lot of skateboarders want skating to be art because it's an art form is because if we called it a sport, you'd all be in last place. All of you skaters that go, skating is art. Skating is art. Yeah, no shit, because there's no last place in art. You guys need it to be art. It needs to be artistic, because otherwise, you'd be picked last for dodgeball, just like in high school. You'd be right back to being a loser. I... Um, it's been a day, it's been a day of reading comment after comment after comment after comment, and the mental gymnastics, the mental gymnastics that skateboarders have to go through these days to try to convince themselves that, that they're not worthless, like, back in the day, knowing you were worthless, that was kind of like a good thing, because now you know where to start to improve, but today, all the worthless people they, they 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 surround each other and tell each other each other is cool. Oh no, you're not worthless. You're the you're the greatest. No, you're the greatest. No, you're the greatest. And they stand in one big circle and they point at each other, uh, telling each other that each other is the greatest. But no one can kickflip. Not one of you can kickflip. But but you're all good in your own way. Like okay, well who told you you were good? That guy. Well is is he good? Well I think so. Uh, is it is there is there any is are there any adults? Is there an adult in the classroom? Can somebody please look at this sport and and weed out the the participation medal like winners? Um, I went on a rant about that yesterday on uh, on my primitive week video about you guys. It's you're not raising the bar if you tell everyone they're good, and that's why the distance between the best pro skater and the worst pro skater has never been farther apart because the worst pro skater, they think that they're just as good. And the best pro skater is jumping down the 20 stair kickflip front blunting down Hollywood 16. And then there's another guy over there laying on his back, rolling down his driveway going, I get a bunch of views on TikTok, so I must be good. And it's, uh, oh my God, like where there needs to be an adult in the room. Anyways, I've been reading comments all day long. I made a video today on Steve Hate Skating, and I blamed I blamed everyone being cool in skating on why uh, <laughs> there's a, a series the Barracks is doing called Queen of Machba. It's this uh, area in Barcelona where everyone skates there every single day. Super historic skate spot. It's been taken over by skaters. Nice. There's like artwork everywhere. There's tourists. It's beautiful. The ledges are great. And the Barracks now heads a, uh, a series there, narrated by Bastian Salabanzi, one of the greatest Hall of Famers of all time. And they had two women play skate. One of the women co- has never skated before. The comp- like They're allowed to be in this prestigious Barracks tournament, but they've never rode a skateboard before. The person did an ollie. The chick had to take a letter. Then they did a... A slappy nose slide, and then the other chick ollied into the nose slide, and the one chick had to take the letter because she didn't yet know how to ollie. 
ju like jumping off the ground didn't exist for this person yet. And then the one chick did a heel flip. She landed the heel flip first try because she's probably been skating for a while. Her friends are probably egging her on, trying to get her to be better. The other like well-known female skater on this on this prestigious website has never done a heel flip ever, ever. And the comments, there were comments saying, you go girl, don't let anyone discourage you. Keep up the good work. You're good in your own way. There were people in the comments literally saying that when I watched the video, I don't like to use the word cringe, but I cringed. I had to cringe. I thought to myself, how, how can anyone be this untalented? And, and, and okay, I get it. There's a way you could be this untalented. It's, it's very easy. It's called your first day on the skateboard. And that's fine. Your first day on the skateboard leads to your second day. Your second day on the skateboard leads to your third day, fourth day. Next thing you know, you land a heel flip. Why are you on the number one skateboarding uh, website ever on your first day of skating? And it's not called, it's not called Chick Learns to Skate. It's called, it's called Queen of Makba. Number one competition for the most historic skate spot in all of Europe. And it, oh, and it, it's your first time. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if her trucks were on backwards and she didn't know how to put grip tape on the skateboard. The chick was brand new. And I, I write all this stuff and I rant all this stuff online on my YouTube channel and people go, well, why is he so mad? What's he yelling about? I can't believe this. Okay, listen, first off, it's for comedy. Okay, I'm not actually mad at these, these women in Europe. I'm not actually fucking mad. But I will tell you what led to this. What led to this is a guy named Ducky Kovacs s standing on top of a sculpture, falling off of it, landing in the water, flopping up and swimming, and then everyone goes, great skateboarding trick. Now that's, now that's real skateboarding. And I look at it and I go, there was no skateboard! The, their skateboard never rolled! The skateboard never rolled! There was no skateboard involved! There was a skateboard nearby, but there was no skateboard in the... When the guy fell in the water and he was swimming, the skateboard was 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 several feet away. There and, you, and back in back in the good old days, hey, okay, boomer, okay, the hey boomer thinks that to land a skateboarding trick you have to roll away. <laughs> what a dumbass boomer! The boomer over there, the guy who's disconnected with skating, thinks that you need to have a skateboard during your skateboard trick. <laughs> what a dumbass! Way to live in the past, old man. The way we skateboard these days is I look at a skateboard six days prior, and then six days from then, I touch my foot, and I whistle, and I go swimming, and they put me on Thrasher. And I say, where was the skateboard? And they go, you weren't listening. Six days ago, I looked at one. That's skateboarding now. All right? Not only that, but that woman at Makba, she's the greatest woman skater ever because you have to be brave to go on camera and not know how to skate. And most of skating is not about skateboarding tricks. It's about bravery. Th th those are the... That's what I read all day long on Slap. That's what I read in these comments. People have to do the mental gymnastics to, to make skating from what from what it would be, the act of riding the skateboard, they have to turn it into some art form. God, it's... It is oh, it's so ridiculous, man. Anyways, it's Primitive Week on my YouTube channel. You guys can check out my reviews of the Primitive Am video uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm also going to come out with a Zero review coming soon and also a Ryan DeCenzo... Or Ryan, is it Ryan DeCenzo? Scott DeCenzo. Ryan DeCenzo review also coming out. So it's been a crazy week for putting out videos. I probably put out 
10 videos, or I will have put out 10 videos in the past seven days. So very productive. Very productive. Um, Would you like to win some stickers? You guys want to win a free sticker pack? You can only win if you live in America. We've been giving out too many international stickers lately, and I just spent more and more money on this backyard ramp. All you have to do, all you have to do is answer the question correctly. Who was the first female pro skater? Who was the first female pro skater? Now, a lot of people may think the answer is Alyssa Steamer. Being at the ripe age of 48 years old, she can still 50-50 grind on a ledge. I've been an Alyssa Steamer hater when I was a kid. When Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out, he'd be like, who's this bitch? She sucks. She can't skate for shit. But now that I'm older, I very much appreciate everything she's done for not just women skating, but for skating in general. And for you to be 48 years old, still number one in the scene, and number two, still like down to skate, down to leave the ground, down to ollie. You know, you haven't turned into like a ramp, a rat. You're just... You just stage yourself. That's cool, man. All right. Bitcoin says Maria Del Sol wrong. Bam Margera wrong. Johnny Geiger wrong. Barry says Patty McGee. Barry, if you live in America, you are the winner. Patty McGee. Patty McGee is the winner. Send me a DM after the podcast with your address, and I will get those stickers to you on Monday. Now, that's all I have to talk about as far as ranting. I did watch something very interesting on Netflix. I've been talking to you guys about it a lot here on my Twitch streams. But since a lot of people only watch the podcast on Podbean, on iTunes, and on YouTube, I want to re-explain the show I've been watching. It's called Avatar The Last Airbender Live Action on Netflix. Everyone said, well, it's based off of an anime. And they say, you need to watch the anime first. And I say, you know what, motherfuckers? I tried. I tried hard. I... I, I took away all of my negative energy, and I tried to watch anime. I watched Studio Gilby or whatever. I cu- None of it was good. I disliked all of it. Couldn't get into any of it. Uh, so these live-action ones, I, lo- I watched uh, One Piece live-action. I loved it. Now I watched Avatar Airbender live-action. I loved it. It was great. Some people are saying on Rotten Tomatoes, well, they don't follow the plot the right way. Oh, they skipped a couple of steps. Oh, they they introduced this character too early. Okay, bitch, how the fuck would I know that? I didn't watch the dumbass anime. This is my first time ever watching anything like this. These motherfuckers are doing magical tricks, fighting, lighting each other on fire, riding and flying fucking big monsters going into the spirit world, big scary fucking bug monsters killing each other, throwing water at each other, fighting with sticks. Hiya, bitch. I got an arrow on my head. Now I'm glowing. My fucking brain started glowing. I can teleport. I'm like, damn, bitch. This is pretty cool. And then I read on Rotten Tomatoes, they said the CGI is awful. I'm like, motherfucker, the CGI. It's not... First off, you, we're not watching live action like Lion King. Also, this is not a uh, $500 million production. It's a it's a Netflix special, okay? The, the CGI is fucking great. Now, I think it's going to gain a lot of traction and a lot of hype among people like me, non-nerds. And I think they're definitely going to get a second season, third season, fourth season. Because I watched eight hours of this. It was eight episodes. Each one was about an hour I watched it for five hours straight one night, and uh, I don't really like, you know, like magical bullshit, right? You know, you'd have to pay me to watch some Harry Potter, Lingbardia Liviosa, Levitate, you dumb bitch. You'd have to pay me to watch some fucking weird ginger kid dance around and do magic. But you give me some guy with a tattoo on his forehead, fucking flying around fighting people, literally killing people. They're my, I, I've watched the whole series, just, just season one. I probably watched 500 people die. 
And it's not like super gory, but it's, you know, it's kind of like you could tell they died. People are back backstabbing each other, killing each other for stabbing, fucking shooting knives and guns and fucking fire, dude. Guy got crushed by a rock. Everyone has a crazy, like, personality. I was also reading that the acting was bad. And I'm usually, like, I try to hate. Like, I look for bad dialogue. And although the dialogue is bad, it's kind of a fantasy fucking story. Okay? And they have to explain things. I like when, you know, things based on a true story, they keep they keep things vague. And I'll give you an example. When someone walks up to their brother and they go, Listen, man. <sighs> You're my brother. We were separated when we were both eight years old because mom was an alcoholic and dad flew off the road from a semi-truck. He died three weeks later in the hospital and you're my brother. And I say to myself, listen, he's your brother. He knows all these details. You don't have to explain to your brother your entire, like the whole childhood. Also, you don't have to walk up to your brother and repeat the words, you're my brother. I gathered that from from all like I gathered that from the acting you don't need like that to me that's bad dialogue but sometimes it has to be done when you're taking I don't know a story that like a really really long story and you need that story to fit in a certain time frame sometimes you have to do dialogue like that and in the case of Avatar the last airbender live action on Netflix I feel like they didn't overdo it so I if you're looking for something fantastical, fantasyical, fantasy-ish, if you're looking for something that's like a fantasy, <laughs> I don't know what the word would be, fantas, fantastical. <laughs> if you gotta see that shit, go check it out. Uh, get to my seal of approval, and you guys know I'd be shitting on a lot of stuff. So that's the entire podcast for today. Can you guys give me a hell yeah? The podcast ran a little bit short today. It's my dog's birthday. I want to make him a special breakfast, and I'm going to take him to a bar, and we're going to eat together. I uh, I put on Facebook, does anyone want to come eat with me? But no one responded. I invited my friend Nick to come hang out, but he has to go to a vet to fix his dumbass new puppy to get shots or get fixed or something, pissing me the fuck off. I appreciate the support today. Love my toe resubscribed. Uh, for how many months would that be? She resubscribed for 21 total months. Guy just donated $2 and 11 cents and crept just donated 500 bits, which is about $5. I appreciate the support. I work for tips. If you want to support the channel, if you want to support the Twitch, if you want to support anything I do, feel free to send $1, maybe five cents, maybe $5. Maybe you just got paid or Maybe you don't have any money. That's fine. I also don't have any money, and I think you know why. But one way you can support the podcast is to tell a friend about the podcast. This podcast comes out every single Friday, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time live on Twitch, but it also comes out on Sunday, Sunday, Sundays, just in time for your long work week. It comes out on many platforms, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, podcast app, it's everywhere. Shout out to WNS Stems, Curly, Smoking with Jesus, Barry, Macaque in her. Love my toe, Smoking with Jesus, Crept Guy, just Cam, 702, Bitcoin is freedom. Donated $1. Smoking with Jesus donated $10. Take this, you whore. I'm guilt tripping everyone into sending me money because that is what the fuck I do. That's all I got for you guys. I hope everyone has a great weekend. I did not drink any alcohol 
for four days. I drank a little bit of prison wine last night, but just a little bit, just a little bit, just enough to take the edge off for the dog's birthday. So tonight I'm going to be drinking. Oh yeah, also a story I don't want to I don't want to share too much about. Last week, I pulled a gun on somebody uh, outside the bar that I believed was trying to rob me. Um, and now I'm a little, I have like this PTSD about going to that bar. So we're probably not going to be going to that bar. It's the closest I've ever come to actually shooting someone who's pretty freaked out. So we're going to avoid that. And we're going to, uh, we're going to call it an early night. We're going to take care of ourselves. We're going to take care of each other. As I always say, I hope everyone has a great weekend. Be safe out there. Don't drink too much and don't drink too little. Hi, I'm here for the skating lessons. Oh, you're at the right place. Why? There's just a swimming pool filled with water. Yeah. That's skateboarding now. Jump in and learn how to skate.